Hi, it's Tap Warner. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Success podcast, an inspirational program about creating the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. Your host today is a Christian author, speaker, business coach, and program development expert who will help you design, grow, and delight in doing business as worship, because that is true success. And now, here's my lovely wife, Katie Horner. You want to look good on everything that you put out because you are your brand and your course is a representation of you and the work that you do. And our guest today is going to help us uh, with some tips about how to make our stuff look even better. So I'm so excited to have on the show today someone who is his own production company and also trains other video production companies to be the best in their business and just is amazing all around with everything audiovisual, Ryan Coral. I'm really excited to have you here. Thanks for being on the show. Katie, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So let's start with your why. I think that people who have the visual element, the visual learners and the visual doers are a very unique brand of people. And I love learning what goes on in your heads. I'm more of an audio person myself. And so as a teacher and knowing the different learning styles, it's very intriguing to me. Tell us the why behind your passion for everything audiovisual. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a passion or a curse um, <laughs> because, you know, it's like I have friends that are so successful in the world of courses and, uh, and their stuff looks like garbage. <laughs> I'm like, how does this even happen? But, you know, to your point, it's, it's really about the content at the end of the day. Having done video, you know, I've owned a video production company for the past 17 years. So much of what we have to do is our job is to make people look and sound awesome, right? And so that's just, you know, for the last 17 years, it's just been ingrained in me. How can we do this? How can we make people feel confident? So I just feel like when people, we've shown people themselves on video, you know, they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be interviewed. They see it and they're like, oh, I actually look pretty good. You know, they've got soft lighting and they've got, you know, the stuff in the background is blurred out. And, uh, and they're like, actually my voice, I guess maybe it's not that annoying. Actually, most people think their voice is annoying regardless. Um, but when people can feel confident or when they know that they look good, like there is just like this, this energy that you didn't know that you had or that you were withholding because you're kind of like, ah, I don't, you know, do I like, this looks like garbage. It sounds like garbage, but when you know that it looks and sounds good, there's just, you're able to teach, I think at a different level. And when you're talking about, you know, when you're trying to sell or teach whatever it is that you're doing, you're able to do it with, with a lot more ease. Uh, there's not this barrier of like, man, this, you know, my, my teaching is like 10 out of 10, but everything else, the delivery, the branding, all that stuff is like a three out of 10. So I'm going to just kind of kick the ground around as I'm, you know, hope that somebody sees past uh, how bad it looks and is just going to get the content because of what the content is. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you are empowering people who are the experts who do know their stuff to get it across in a way that is even more powerful because, you know, we tell people the content is most important, like your delivery and your professionalism absolutely is a huge factor. And we want to strive for excellence in everything we do, but we don't let the excellence keep us back from publishing and getting our help out into the world. And you guys are filling that hole and, and standing in the gap for those people who need that extra TLC in the audiovisual space. And I'm just so excited about all that you're doing for course creators. I, I will just say, yes, we teach this, but it's kind of like the, the cobbler. 
I, I've, I've worked on courses. I've been struggling with releasing this one for the longest time. And my friend Graham Cochran always says, go ugly early, right? It's the same concept. Like it's the content. Like for me, it's like six out of 10. Like it's not where I want it to be, but for the person that can help for them, it's a 10 out of 10. And so I keep having to tell myself, it's really easy for me to tell you like, oh yeah, no, it looks great. Sounds great. Like ship it, you know, like this is great. Uh, but then for me, you know, as I struggle with perfectionism for my own stuff, uh, it really is, it's a fine line, but it's, it's a constant struggle. That's why I say it's, it's sort of a curse for, for myself at least. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think all of us have that in it No, Like for, there's a part of us that always wants it to be perfect, to be better. We're our biggest critic, I think. And it's so easy to get pulled into either it's not good enough or it's not as good as I want it, and therefore I'll just wait. And sometimes that procrastination becomes an excuse not to show up the way that we're meant to show up in the world. And, you know, I think somebody that somebody that's learning from you or aligning themselves with your services doesn't have that excuse any longer. And that thrills me because you can't help anyone if you're not getting your message out. So I love that. That's it, it is super powerful. If there's Anything that I've learned in, you know, creating content, releasing courses, doing this work, that is probably the most important thing. Like our videos are never, we can always edit them. We can always do something else to tweak them, to make them better. Uh, But at the end of the day, if we really believe in our message and the thing that we're teaching, if we really believe that that can help people, we are doing a disservice to the world by not getting it out there. Like you said, it's, it becomes an excuse. It's like, just put the stinking thing out there, grab your phone, shoot it on your phone and get it out there. Let people say, this was the worst looking thing I ever saw, but man, the content was actually pretty good. Like just do that. Yeah. I love it. And I know that you've got a ton of tips in your head for what one of my coaches says, a little hinge that can swing big doors. What are some things that we can do if we are shooting with, you know, limited gear or limited tech? If we are doing our course videos from our iPhone or from the family camera, (laughs) what are some things that make a big difference in the quality of those beginner course videos? Yeah, I mean, sound... Video, light, those are like the three like main things. So a mistake that a lot of us make is with lighting. If we have mixed lighting, you know, if you're by, people are like, oh, sit by a window and you get like the natural light of the sun coming in, which that's a cool idea. Except for if you also have your kitchen light on, uh, which is a different temperature color than the sunlight, then you've got this blue light on one side of your face and this orange light on the other side. And it looks terrible. It is so gross. You do not look flattering. I don't care what anybody says. It's like, it needs to be fixed. So shut the light off or don't sit by a window, like use one or the other. Uh, the other thing that I think is really helpful is when you look at, you know, somebody's face, like look to see like the shadows. You know, if I was to step outside at noon and the sun was out full blazing, the shadows that are going to be on my face are going to be really hard and really defined. But when the shadows are soft, like if you can see what I look like, like the shadow under my chin and the, the shadow on the side of my face, like there's no real defined line. It's like a transition from like light to dark. And that that is just really, really flattering. If you ever get professional photos done and you're out with a photographer and it's cloudy, the photographer's like, oh man, this is awesome. It's like a big white soft box. So it's like a natural, like everything is going to just look really soft. And you want your features, you want your face to look soft, especially as you get older and So, you know, shooting with some kind of a soft light and with the gear guide that we'll talk about later, 
one of the things like you can get a very inexpensive soft box for 30 or 40 bucks that will cast a very soft light and you don't have to use any other lights. That soft light is such a key in making your image really just feel natural and look really good. Audio, you can use the the mic on your smartphone. That's fine. But if you spend like 50 bucks uh, or a hundred bucks, you know, depending on what your budget is, you can just up level what it sounds like. And I don't care who you are. If your visual looks amazing, but your audio for whatever you're teaching is, is not good, people like there is scientific proof that people just like they will check out. They're not going to hear the stuff that you have to say. So as much as I love to create beautiful imagery, I know that when it comes to educating people and in, you know, having to listen to somebody for a five minute video lesson or a 20 or a 30 minute, if the audio is not good, uh, it's, it's like one of the worst things that, that you can do. Uh, last, I don't know, mini tip or whatever, shooting with your iPhone or your smartphone is totally fine. It's crazy what these, these phones uh, can do. These phones with cameras, uh, can do. I will say that one of the things that people want is, is they want that like cinematic, like whatever that like Hollywood look is. People always say like, I, you know, I love what that DSLR camera does or whatever. And essentially it's this thing called depth of field or aperture that the stuff in the background gets blurred out. Now, the new technology in the iPhones, they have this cinematic mode where it like blurs out the video stuff behind you. So it does, it recreates that. I've seen it when you're moving around, it it looks kind of clunky. I don't really like it. Uh, it just feels fake. So I, I like the the actual, you know, real camera, real lens, like that deal. But that, you know, that obviously costs a lot more money. If you're sitting teaching that cinematic mode in the iPhone, and I, and I know some Android phones uh, have this technology as well, uh, that can look fine as long as there's not like a lot of movement, the background can be blurred out. But that's that's the thing that really creates that feel of like, wow, this looks and feels professional is when the background gets blurred out. Yeah, we've had an interesting experience with that too, in that we did a conference once where we printed a sign for the background behind us and the the sign had people's faces on it. And so the cameras that we were using had the thing that zeroed in on the face and it was zeroing in on all the faces on the background all the time and not on the speaker. And um, yeah, so be careful of that too. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Autofocus. It's looking for that. Eyes or faces. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. funny. It's really funny, funny. funny. Really funny. What other tips for for launching? I know that that a lot of us are using now live video when we're doing our launches of our programs. How important do you think it is if you've got video content in your program that you have video content as you're launching it and promoting it? Uh, super important. I mean, you know, when I started doing video 17 years ago, it was like, born out of this idea that people have stories and that typically we're, we're not good storytellers. Most people aren't good storytellers, but like, I really believe that I could help people tell better stories so that people would see like, wow, like, even though you might not think that your story is impactful, meaningful, whatever, um, it is. So I feel like as you, you're educating people, it's like, okay, I feel safe. I'm, you know, by myself, just teaching, going to record this and then we'll launch it. Uh, well, you know, going live and, or just recording stuff that, with the intention of like, you, you want to do business with people, right? And you want them to know that you're human and, uh, you know, evergreen and automating and doing all that stuff. Like that's good and fine. There's a place for that. But 
to have the biggest impact, you've got to build a relationship with people and going live and having the opportunity to interact with people that are showing up too. It's super powerful. And it's especially today as more and more people are going online to teach and to, you know, create their own courses. Like there's a lot of competition out there. And the thing is like, if people could buy my pre-recorded stuff versus, you know, this person's over here, if I said, hey, you know what, I'm also going to build a community or I'm going to build relationships, I'm going to give you access to me or I want to interact with you. Like if I am adding that, it's my personality. Like this person can have all the best stuff in the world, but if people connect with me and my personality differently, you know, that's going to either draw people or repel people. And so I feel like video has that power to do that. So definitely showing up along the way, I think is super, super valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and relationship business is where it's at, right? We, we do want to do business with the person, not the company. It's not just a transaction. It's, it's the start of a relationship. And I think that's super important that if you're expecting them to want to learn from you, like they've got to learn from you to get to the point where they want to learn to from you, you know, and that takes putting yourself out there and, being yourself. What about the backgrounds and things? Like we've talked about the lighting and the audio. What are some background tips for when you're doing a live or when you're doing a course? Yeah, I would say never have a bookshelf behind you. Just kidding. Because <laughs> everybody's trying to read what book titles they are. That's what I would do. Yeah, right, right, right. This is a funny question. It's not the first time that I've gotten it. Um, if you look at my background, my wife was like, hey, let me get you a plan. Like, kind of throw some stuff back there. And if you watch YouTube videos, there's definitely, there are trends and things that people do. And, you know, I'm kind of like, hey, if you can create or add some of your own personality with your environment, I think that's super great. I also personally like, if you go to our studio, we've got one of those big white psych walls. So it's like very plain, but then we have this palette thing on wheels that we can wheel in front. And then we've got paper backdrops that we can add different colors. And then we've got different rooms at our studio that have furniture and, you know, all of the things I would say, just be conscious of like, you know, is the background distracting from my message uh, or is it in line with my brand and the message? And, you know, you can have fun with it, but also consider like, are you lighting it intentionally because you can shape the light back there. You can focus on things like the light could be too bright back there and people not see you well. So you got to kind of take a lot of those things into consideration as you're thinking about like, what is the environment and is it going to be helpful or not as I'm, you know, sharing? Yeah. I love that. Fabulous tip. And for those of you that are recording with children in your home, also be careful of the little humans running around in the background as we sometimes get them one of, one of my favorite things ever, uh, when we did our very first live virtual event in 2020, of course, it, the camera is trained on me and we were, we were doing this in our bedroom, you know, mid pandemic, you do what you have to do, right? So we were doing this in our bedroom we'd move the bed out. We had the camera up on a stand on the table and I'm looking at the screen full of faces right here and the camera's trained on me, right? And there's um, a shot that my husband took from the side of my son is laying on the floor with his feet up on the table and his hands behind his head. And he's just, he's just kicking around down there. Like nobody on the screen can see him and know that he was there. But my husband and I were trying so hard not to crack oh up. Gosh, living his best yeah, life. And those are the kinds of things like that you don't always have to show, but then it's not necessarily always bad to show it either because it shows the humanness. 
of that, yeah. right? And so we were able to to take that clip and use it in like the promo of our next event. Like this is a family business, right? We have kids and sometimes they're laying on the set. <laughs> you may or may not mm-hmm. see them, but they're here, you know? And just being human in that. And I think that's all part of people wanting to connect with the people and know that, you know, you're a real person too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, humanizing your brand just in like little things like that, at least for me, like I, I align with that hundred percent. We work with, you know, big corporations and big people when we're doing productions and, you know, some people are super uptight and other people are like, no, no, that's cool. Like, let's get the, you know, let's get that shot of the kid with laying on the ground and, um, it really just kind of depends on what what is your brand. Uh, but I would say that in today's marketplace, the kind of brands that people want to work with in this aspect would be relatable. Yeah. And you got kids running around, that's relatable. You're shooting it in your bedroom, that's that's relatable because we're all stuck, you know? Yeah. So I love that and seriously uh, appreciate that perspective. That's, that's totally my vibe. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Ryan, for all of the tips that you've shared with us today. Any, any last words for the course creators who are launching? Any last words like I'm about to die? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I did, I, I forgot like one of my favorite tips because I'm the kind of guy, if I'm going to teach a course, like I have to be scripted. Um, I try to make it as conversational as possible, but I will... I just have a hard time landing the plane sometimes, as my friend Jason tells me. Uh, so I use an app called Prompt Smart, and it is a teleprompter app, uh, I think both for like iPhone, iOS, and uh, Android. But the coolest thing about this uh, teleprompter is it is voice activated. So as you talk, it moves. When you stop talking, it pauses. So it's the coolest thing because like most prompters, like, you know, you've got one speed and you got to kind of catch up and you're playing catch up the whole time. And that's like super annoying. But what's also cool is on your phone, you can have the app and it places, the other thing that drives me crazy with teleprompters is people, if you don't have a proper setup, you can see people's eyes moving all over the place, up, down, kind of over there. I'm reading the, the words over here, the, the, on your phone, if you do selfie mode, the words are right next to the camera lens. And if you've got it a couple of feet away, your eyes, you can't see much movement in your eyes. So I just love it because it feels more authentic and you can pause, you can look off, you know, in the sky and pretend like you're deep thinking. Uh, You can even create like words that like, you know, say look off and do this. So anyway, that's one of my favorite and it's super inexpensive, but having some kind of, even, even if you're creating a live video to promote your course or whatever, to have like just three words on the screen, that app has been super, super awesome and helpful. But I do have this uh, free gear guide. We've we've also got a workshop, but if you download the free gear guide, it's at courseproductionacademy.com slash gear. Uh, you can get all my recommendations. I've got like from very, very budget-friendly gear to help up-level your production, make, make you uh, look good and feel confident when you're you know teaching your course, selling your course. Uh, and then, you know, I've got, I have other, you know, kind of, if you're like, well, I've got like this cool mirrorless camera, but I want some bigger, better lights. Uh, I do have uh, some of that, like a little bit more expensive stuff, but in my mind, running a production company, all the things on this gear guide are very budget friendly for people that are, you know, charging for uh, the courses and the content that they're creating. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. You guys go and check him out. Courseproductionacademy.com forward slash gear. And we will have that link in the show notes as well. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for your time and your expertise today. Yeah, Katie, thank you. This was super fun. Thanks for letting me come on and share today. Awesome. Remember guys, your message matters and you need to get it out there. 
So I'm Katie Horner of HandprintLegacy.com, obsessed with helping faith-based entrepreneurs design, grow, and delight in the business that affords you the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. It's been my honor today to host you on the For Your Success podcast, and I do hope you'll scroll down wherever you're hearing this and leave me a comment or review. You can get all of today's links and show notes over at foryoursuccesspodcast.com. And until next time, remember, my friend, your message matters. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.